Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast with Wargaming was easy. It'd be your mom. This is your main host, Bam, here. And uh, you heard some new intro music. I need to give a shout out to Lorcan Ward. Lorcan Ward did a song called Wolves of Fenris. I reached out to him and uh, he basically said, hey, you got permission to use it. Just uh, give me credit. So I'm going to play the song in its entirety at the end of the episode. It's pretty dope, especially if you're a Space Wolves fan or just Warhammer music in general. Uh, it's pretty solid. This episode's pretty cool. Uh, Matt, myself, and Dan talk about Felice Exterminatus, our performance there. And uh, I'd like to remind everybody that I placed higher than Dan at that event, just in case you're checking out there. And also, Matt and I wound up at another tournament the next weekend, top table, final round. And uh, that makes two tournaments in a row that Matt and I have had to face down each other at the end of the event. It was good to have him back on the podcast. I have more active on the Patreon. If you're on the Patreon, I'm, uh, I'm doing some chatting stuff on there sharing things before I share it everywhere else, and also I'm going to start giving the episode up for early release. So even $1 and above, you'll be able to listen to the episode early, and then we'll release a regular episode later in the week, like we've planned to in the past. I also have a side hustle for t-shirts, stickers, uh, kind of uh, grimdark-related stuff. If you look for uh, Neckbeard Gaming Tees on the internet, it should take you there. It is a Teespring store. Uh, the latest release is uh, Captain Crump, uh, so if you're an Orc fan you like to do the crumping, it's a mocked-up cereal box of Captain Crunch, but it's an orc, and it says Captain Crump. So you might like that. Check it out. I think for certain tiers on Patreon, I'm going to start giving away stickers of the artwork for the Neckbeard Gaming Tees. So if you're looking for some 40k wear, uh, there's some funny stuff. There's a uh, like a religious grimdark sister who is a gothic with two C's and like a pinup style if you're looking for a shirt. And I want to thank everybody on the Patreon that's sticking with the podcast, sticking with it as it grows, and uh, I try to figure stuff out. I'm not always the best about staying on top of things, but you guys seem to work with me and be patient, so that is appreciated. Also, welcome Matt back to the podcast. It's good to hear his voice. Good to have him podcasting. Good to have him out 40K and again. Real quick sponsorships, and I'm out of here. Go to uh, Snarky Sayings. Look for Ben Spears on Etsy. Snarky Sayings. Get your 40K accessories, your 40K buildings, your MDF terrain, your objective markers, all that good stuff. Use code FLYING10, and you should get 10% off your purchase. Also, Misty Mountain Gaming Dice. If you go to Misty Mountain gaming dice use code flying 15 you get 15 percent off of all your purchases and last but not least my store wizardsict.com if you go to wizardsict.com look at the used minis and you should be able to use code loyalty and get 10 percent off any purchase of used miniatures i will get the store updated i got a whole bunch of necron stuff whole bunch of Eldar stuff, and a whole bunch of Orc stuff I need to get up and listed for the unwashed masses out there. Alright man, I'm done hyping, done promoing. Here's the episode. I hope you guys enjoy. As always, give me feedback on Patreon. I'll see what I can do. Uh, main host Bam here, back for uh, another week, another couple of events, and uh, some updates for you guys. And uh, long-awaited return to the podcast, the voice for the past, flash from the past, uh, my, my homie, my flying monkey partner in crime. Uh, my dude, Matt fucking Neely. What's up, Matt? Oh, not a lot, man. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be playing a lot of 40K now again recently. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, he has been playing a lot of 40K, so now I, I talked to him on coming on, so I'm, gl- I'm glad to have him back. And, of course, the uh, the Thanos of the Lord Marshal, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, I guess, the Emperor Palpatine of Omaha, uh, Dan fucking Salmon. So what's happening, man? Not much. What's up? So uh, we're all fresh off of a uh, fleece exterminatus in uh, St. Roberts. Uh, pretty good event. We had a lot of good. We had a good time. Five rounder. They raised, I think, uh, JT said over three grand for uh, for veterans. So a uh, hat tip to everybody that went to fleas and and bought, bought raffle t- tickets. Some people went full tart on buying them raffle tickets. Man, I was pretty. I was pretty surprised. Usually, I don't buy raffle tickets, but I even threw forty in and and did it. And uh, so it was it was good to see that much money raised for veterans. And uh, everybody seemed to have a good time. I thought the 
I guess to get everybody's take, I thought the terrain was uh, for player place. It was pretty good terrain. I didn't have any complaints. Did you guys? No, it was basically the same stuff as uh, mid mo, so it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't ever remember going to the table and thinking like this this stuff is pretty light or this stuff is bad. Uh, there was one weird gimmicky table, and I think they changed it out before. So, but it was no, that wasn't no, I don't think so. But uh, it was seemed uh, it seemed train seemed really good. Uh, judging seemed pretty good and on point. Every time I had a judge come over, you know, even if it didn't go my way, it seemed like they rationally came to the conclusion they came to. So, uh, how'd you, how'd you guys feel on the judging and the organization the tournament? Uh, I thought there was the, I don't, I don't really hear of any crazy judge related stuff. <laughs> no, my only issue, uh, with the tournament was the, so they, uh, at the beginning, well, basically a week before the event lists were due on that Saturday. <clears throat> and as somebody who, who builds their lists, you know, and checks rosters, uh, seeing a whole bunch of people added after the lists were turned in, uh, not a big fan of that. So it's, uh, yeah. that's probably my biggest issue because, you know, there's people there showing up with good lists and stuff that, well, and he, he got lists from them before, before they unlocked lists. But, you know, just even looking at the roster, you know, when I look at the roster and see everybody on there and there's somebody else, you know, high on the wait list looks at it, you know, they're kind of an unknown figure and have essentially better information than the people on the roster have, which just doesn't sit right with me. That's probably my only real complaint with the whole thing. Yeah. How would you, uh, how would you fix or handle that? How would you do it different? When list, list, list lock, you're done. You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I guess I'm not aware of any other event that I know of that has had people, you know, really added, you know, the last week after lists are locked. So yeah. well, guess, we, we have let, we've let locals in the monkey that have showed up the day of, yeah. you know, and I don't know if that's a different scenario or if that's anything different in your mind, but, you know, but they're usually casuals or people who didn't know about the event you know they're not super competitive folks you know that we're letting in yeah i mean that's there's that's my big thing probably part of it too there's a probably there's a gray line in there where you know if someone's basically showing up day of or signing up real late as long as they're not bringing bringing a list that like uh you know like if, if an eldar person showed up late because the eldar meta right now is you know all night spinners and stuff like that if an eldar player you know saw the uh the list, the factions listed at least, and say, "Wow, there's a shitload of chaos knights. I'm going to bring triple fire prism." <laughs> right. Know? I'd be like, "Yeah, no, we're not going to let that in." But yeah, here's, so there's there's spam. Yeah. There's <laughs> so there's there's a, there's definitely a line in there. Um, you know where exactly it is. It's probably best to you know, use your use your judgment, or you know if if you have a wait if you have a wait list, you know publish the first ten people on it or something, so anybody can look at it, or just don't take people after the fact i don't know it's just a yeah. it's a weird one or just leave it leave it locked until you make sure you have all your tickets replaced or people in there that you know well you do the gw way because honestly we were talking about this too it's been a long time since i've seen anybody submit a legal list uh the gw app and the way the lists are built these days make it kind of almost make it actively hard to submit on a legal list so you know right. you could you know, I know the uh, some of the, the podcasting like pre-event stuff wouldn't be as good, but you could just do the GW thing and and uh, keep lists or don't don't care about lists until day of or something like that because that's what GW yeah. does for their events. Yeah, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I think uh, it was it was a real good event. I had never been to it before. Um, the only uh, I had a concern going into it when we got there, and I noticed that the tables were. Uh, Matt's butted up long board edge to long board edge with about two inches in between them. I was a little nervous, but I think they did a good job of picking missions to mitigate the need to be on the long board edge. So it actually w turned out not to be an issue. And it, it, I'm, it was, I was scared going into it cause I'm a big guy and I'm going to be bumping the dude next to me trying to get there, but it, it, it was a non-issue. So, you know, they did yeah. good with it. I think McCord went and. That was probably another thing too, because there was so little space to put anything. Yes, uh, I know. After the event, I think McCord went and bought a cart 
Like, oh yeah, like, oh, man, that, like, that card is probably my best forty k purchase in all the years I've been playing. Agree. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which, fucking hat tip to JT, man. I was uh, I considered going and buying a card at Walmart or something because when I came in, I saw the table situation too, and I was like, man, there's nowhere to there. And I've got this thing where, like, on my opponent's turn, I force myself to sit down because if I don't, my back is going to be killing me at the end of a GT. So I'm like, if I have to use my chair to store my army, then I'm not going to be using my chair to sit down. So I'm going to be wrecking my back. And I was like, hey, you know, I said something about going to get the cart. And JT was like, hey, I'll have a cart at home. I'll bring it up. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll just bring it up. And so JT brought me up a cart. And so I had a cart all weekend. And dude, that thing saved my booty, man. It was uh, it was nice to have that chair to sit my ass down and then have all my stuff on the cart. So I'm I'm definitely a fan of taking the carts to the GTs now. I just I don't know how I went this long playing without fucking doing it. So yeah, it's it's definitely that was the other thing too. I I usually don't lose my voice and in, in, at a tournament, but I was getting close to it toward the end of that thing. So I don't know if it was just overly loud in the venue, I, just because it was a lot of people in there and everything. Kind of yeah. felt, like, felt like I had to. But it is that is what it is. So yeah, but I think overall it was a really good event. Yeah, I like it. They they took away my smoking and the per- next door in the Legion privileges, so I was kind of <laughs> I had to go out go outside and have a cold cigar and uh, Laura Laura come out and hang out without me at least. So yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good event, man. I think JT's doing a good job. It's a second year event, you know, so I don't expect it to be you know super polished and super routine, but they seem to be getting there already. So it's uh you know I look forward. I'll try and make that on my must-do list every year um it's mm-hmm. we have what 62 this year uh it's right around 60 yeah yeah so it's we went to some to uh on saturday night went to hibachi place and it was super legit yeah it took, it took a Dude, while so. so we went to that meat place that wasn't far from your hibachi place you went yeah. to and that thing was uh it was kind of hit and miss, man. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it had a passing grade, but it was like a low C. Like <laughs> it was like, everything, you want burn ins? Oh, we're out of burn ins. You know, you want this? Oh, we're out of this. You want this? We're out of this. And uh, one of the dudes said he wasn't feeling too good after eating the food. I didn't have any problems, but yeah, I didn't have problems like that either. Yeah, next year I'll have to get a like a reservation for the hibachi place. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, the, the cool thing though, uh, dude, the my team is horrible about everybody meeting up and eating together. And uh, on Saturday, we all fucking went to to Honky Bucket together, and, and then we all went to uh, you know the meat place together that night. For those who are listening at home, Honky Bucket's Cracker Barrel, so it's uh, mm-hmm. went there. <laughs> so that's where love we did me, breakfast. Love me some but, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. So Honky Bucket. Yeah, but yeah, but placings. Uh, I, I wound up in fifth. I think Dan was up there too. Yeah, I was four one. Yeah, four and one. So four and one. My one loss was to a dude in a nickelback t shirt. So I, I, I bottom I monkey. Know. That's what that means. Bottom monkey. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I played Chris. We had a pretty good game. Uh there's some stuff in retrospect I probably could have done better. And uh I think I got kind of thrown off my game a little bit in that game. We had some judges calls. Uh, one, one was a little peculiar about the player play train, and uh, we wound up figuring it out. But, you know, some people were under the impression that vehicles can fit through the train because of the five-inch gaps. And I'm like, yeah, Land Raider's close to six inches, bud. So it was uh, – but we wound up figuring it out, and I wound up losing that game. That was my only loss. And uh, probably my – honestly, I probably played one of my favorite games of 40K ever, round five with Matt. Yeah. Um, Matt and I both came out swinging at each other, and I think, <laughs> honestly, I think if I wouldn't have had the practice game against Matt, I probably wouldn't have won that game. Yeah, because it was one of those things like I'd already learned lessons of what not to do because we basically had the same deployment. I it's think like that might be the same mission. mission we, yeah. Yeah, basically, the same mission that we played, where Matt beat my ass in practice by like turn two. And uh, so when that we hit that mission and we hit that round and we got that matchup, I was like, oh, I know how to do this now. You know, so it was kind of I don't want to say it was unfair, but it was coincidental that like we got paired up that round and it happened to be the one game we practiced together 
was that fucking mission. So it was it was still a close great game too. Because yeah. 95, 93, it was super good yeah. game. 95 to 93, man. And uh it was hard fought. And uh, I dug it, man. I got a little loud though. I think I was just tired yeah. and <laughs> Letting letting the Viking out in me, and one time I yelled. Well, the dice started rolling well. That's what I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking scared Ward Watts once. I'm sorry for your eardrums, but that was just excitement. So, yeah. but it was a good event, man. It was a good event, Matt. I think you finished towards the top somewhere too, didn't you? Were you top three uh, and two? Or? I was three and two. I think I was the first three and two. I had a bunch of good games. Had to play Chaos Knights. Three fucking times, which I didn't enjoy. Uh, yeah, went two and one against him. The one loss being to Dan, because my only losses are to you, fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, bam, you and I's game was closer. Me and Dan's, he, he fucking made me bite the curb, man. It was awful. So how do, uh, overall, I guess this goes out to Dan. We had an unusual amount of chaos nights at that event. You think it just fucking happened, or you think there was something that kind of got that? Did did piece did people see something I didn't see? I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, I think I think Chaos Knights are just they're solid in the current meta. Okay, like, there's a few things they don't like to see, but they, you know, I for the most part I feel like they can go into almost every matchup and have, you know, have game into everything. There's a few like weird things that they really don't want to see, but there's there's not much of that in the meta. Like avatars, are, av the avatar is a huge problem for them, stuff like that. But there just isn't really, there's not really that many avatars running around. I was running a card, so yeah, it's stuff stuff like that. So I think I think they're just situated in a good spot in the meta, and they also kind of they've got some crazy strong strats and carnivores and brigands are just on crack. So. And then, really, the thing, the two, like, the, the demon axis is Chaos Knights would not be, you know, playable, not, like, not not the competitive level or really viable without demons, but 35 points for Nurglings and Changeling and Blue Scribe axis is pretty crazy. <laughs> so, I think almost yeah. there's, like, nine Chaos Knight players, nine or ten there out of the 60, and I think maybe one or two of them had a big knight. But most of them were just running small knights and some demon allies. So, yeah. yeah. But what's funny is I think even in demon lists, when when monster match demons were really good, you know those same units you just named were like the auto includes mm -hmm. in the in the demon list. You know the nerglings, the changeling, the blue scribe. You know the flamers are still pretty good. I think um, it's. I don't know. I, I think it's good that they allow chaos to have some of that auxiliary. To, to pick up weaknesses, I think. Uh, yeah. how, how did the nice? Did they how did they perform? I didn't look. Were you the top chaos knight or was someone? Yeah, else? Yeah, I was. I think I was the only four-one chaos knight, so everyone was worse than me. Um, I'll I'll, just, I'll run you down quick through the game. So, round one, I played Jason Merton playing as Votan. Um, this game started out pretty good. Um, the biggest thing was because of all the nerglings and stuff and the blue scribes and everything like that. I I essentially made it so when he were to was going to deep strike he would be pushed insanely far back like basically deep striking in his deployment zone so he ended up not deep striking until his uh, 20 hearth guard until turn three and the one that needed to go to make the charge in the middle failed the the nine inch charge which at that point what i essentially did because the war dogs are so freaking fast uh i just ran away from him and and was just ran away from his, his hearth guard while i picked up everything else and then the biggest thing too with chaos knights that i think is like backbreaking is uh rapid ingress because like this game for example like turn two i rapid ingress a carnivore in and then you know ran up a flank and then turn three i rapid ingressed uh you know back towards his home objective just a brigand but a brigand rapid ingressing he didn't did, had no way to really deal with it so uh the brigand just walks you know walks 12 inches onto his home objective the next turn and and just steals it you know, because it's OC fucking eight. So like rapid ingress in an OC eight, 12 inch moving model that can move through walls is insanely powerful. So I uh, ended up winning that game. And then game two was against uh, one of the Arkansas boys. Um, can't remember his name right now, uh, but he was, he was a good guy. He's playing the Vanguard list. And that was kind of like, this is where the Vanguard list has some tools. Like he had terminators and he had centurions Um and he, he played it right, but I went oh, first. Bryce. You Bryce. played Bryce. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and uh, I he had the infiltrating <clears throat> Terminators, but I used I, I won the roll to, to drop first. 
and use the Nurglings to push that unit back. And so, and then Centurion's like shooting five or six Lascans, but like it's just five or six, like they're killing a knight a turn on average. And then like the Plasma Scepters basically have to full commit to to kill something. And then the the stat, the profile on the Melted Guns just picks those things up with Brigands. You're just like, oh, I'm through 12 inches. If I, I hit I hit on twos, I wound on twos and they just die. Like it's yeah. stuff like that. It was pretty, pretty brutal. Uh, so, and then it was one of those just because I had 11 big bodies, I just kind of stat checked them off the board. Uh, yeah. and then game three is so, hey, I'll take it. So, you what, what was that score of that game? 100 to something. Okay. So, he played you, right? Yeah. And the next round, he got me and I got him like 100 to 21. Oh, I felt, I felt bad for it, man. I, I killed. I killed all of his Terminators and his Chaplain, and and uh, on turn one, and then I was just and I just started killing Centurions, started killing everything else, and he just by turn two it was pretty much dead. So it was it was together. He said he wasn't sleeping, so he didn't get a whole lot of like brain power into it. But mm-hmm. it was a pretty rough game, man. I felt bad for him, and then he told me like, yeah, Dan just pushed my shit into, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> well, it was the same thing, like. On one of the turns, I rapid ingress to Brigand in, and then walked onto his home objective and stole it. Like, it's that is just that is so strong. Um, also, in that game, he did fail like turn three because he just had his big Terminator brick, and I just let him exist. And I was like, I'm not gonna fuck with them and just give you extra movement. So he he did the thing where he pulls them back in a deep strike, and they came in and failed their charge. So that that was pretty much game on when that happened. And then to add insult to injury, he did, on the next turn he tried it again and failed to charge again. So, oh shit! But yeah, then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, it was real rough. Round three, I played against Matt, and I think Matt. I'm not sure Matt didn't have any guns in his work list, so he he just ran up on me, and it was just kind of like, all right, you're gonna kill me or you're not. And then yeah. I didn't kill as much as I thought I was initially, but I think the problem with Matt's the Matt's orcs is he's got no guns, so like. There was two. There was like a wounded brigand and like a wounded carnivore, that like on turn two I think or whatever I I fell them back out of combat, but I like moved them away. So like at that point he's got to like send orcs to go and like go backwards, which just starts getting real awkward. So Matt yeah. Matt Matt needs flash kits. <laughs> yeah, I, need find, I need to find more. I only got five, and I don't have Adric. Uh, I'll have to make one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think he played it right though with what the list was. Knobs, yeah. I got I got more respect for knobs after the two org games I played, and yeah. I'm actually like frightened of flash gets with. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. How, we'll talk about that one in a sec. And then uh, game four, I played against McCord. Uh, I lost this game by two fucking points, 64 to 62. And it was like, I think I had four or five just dead secondaries that I drew uh, where I just couldn't score them. And that's basically what fucked me. So he uh, he was playing his double land raiders uh, with Black Templars. And I think we both played it right, but he was real cautious on like he went first and didn't move up at all, uh, which, you know, I don't I, I I get like one more secondary, one of those like four or five that I drew that I couldn't score any one of those. And I score and it was, you know, different game, but <laughs> you know, every now and then that's the problem with tactical. You just draw dead. Um, how much time did, how many times did you go fixed with chaos Knights? Cause I think chaos Knights would be good with fixed in some instances. My bad. Um, uh, I might've went tactical every fucking game. Really? Okay. I don't think I went. Yeah. Tactical. I think I went tactical every game, honestly, because the demons, the demons open because fix is a little weird. Like you can do deploy, but unless I'm, I don't want to do deploy cleanse, like I, I have to play somebody who gives up a secondary. And if I wanted to, then I could do deploy and then, you know, assassinate or bring it down or something. But, but the extra CP for chaos Knights also goes, if you get a, if you, you know, turn one, turn one or two, get that extra command point. It can be huge. I, f- I found so because I was spending every CP that I got on tank shocks and moving through walls and all that kind of shit. So, okay. um, game five I played against uh, Nathan Blankenship's orcs, and his list was similar to Matt's, uh, except he had some Squig Hog boys in there, but he also had flash kits, and I did not respect flash kits. I lost count of how many of those fucking things he killed. Like, I don't think I basically didn't touch his flash kit unit because everything in range of it was just dying. 
Like <laughs> they they would shoot, kill a knight. The one time they failed to kill a knight, I had to move the knight. He just overwatched and killed me on Overwatch. Like the amount of because <laughs> they're just four year olds to hit. Like the amount of shots those guys get, and like if you just get, if you just roll some good sixes, it just it's it was it was insane. I just have I don't I never fought flash gets and I kind of wrote them off in my own orc list, and now I'm like yeah I think I need to go and uh, get those boys. I don't I don't know I, th- I don't have five. I'm like I'm, I don't know if I have any more than that, but they uh they were impressive. But that game this is where. Uh, the la- on on one of the I was doing tactical and I had to, I drew behind enemy lines so I had to move this nurgling a little further away than where it was screening just to to get behind. That opened up a little tiny hole for him to drop some grots in, <laughs> and his grots charged the changeling holding an objective. Uh, he makes he cranks the nine inch charge, <clears throat> makes it, but then they have to do a, a battle shock check for targeting the changeling. And he fa- failed his battle shock check, so he went to went to OC zero. So I still held the objective. So like that was uh, that was brutal. That's probably the I didn't realize how you know insane that that is. Like there's I should have probably played the changeling a little more aggressively the whole weekend because it just randomly just doesn't say that. Ah, fuck you, you know. And I, I think at one point in my, in my game against McCord, I think it was it was somebody McCord or somebody that. Uh, they they were doing an action near the changeling, and I rolled the six and just stopped him from doing that. It's like, oh, you're ineligible to shoot. So, but but I ended that's up, I ended up beating... that, that six pops up on that model more than you think it would. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I beat I beat Blankenship by five points, which it, it was essentially that uh, him failing that battle shot check. <laughs> so that was a, a super close game. Like I didn't have very much shit alive because of uh, the. Uh, the damn flash gets probably killed the flash gets themselves i think probably killed like four baby knights so it was no joke but it was, it was good I, I would i would definitely take uh chaos knights again i just think they've they've got game into everything well good i'll, I'll take a look at the data sheet i've been joking with matt saying i might hop on hop on the orcs whenever he hops on the death we're locally matt's the only uh orc guy right now so We'll, we'll need to keep. Some, it. I looked at some Death Guard data sheets today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't own Death Guard, but they they don't look. They look better than I thought they did. Well, yeah, I think they're pretty good. I think they're really good right now. I think there's some tricks that people haven't exploited on them yet that I'm gonna try to do once uh, once I get my army back from being painted. Well, the yeah. minus one to hit, like the minus one to hit, the math on that just tilts some armies pretty freaking hard. Yeah, like yeah, I think there's. I think I think there's definitely some stuff there with Death Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good man. Well, I'm glad everybody had a good event and uh, and a good outing. I uh, that is one of my. I think I'll, I'll definitely make it a, a must go to event every year. Plus, I like CT. I love that dude. It, it was a. Uh, it's only like six hour drive for me, but I think because of all the the slower roads and some of the winding roads we have to take, it feels feels a lot longer than that. <laughs> like. <laughs> When we were driving home, I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. Just, Dude, there's definitely some of the Hills Have Eyes area. For sure. <laughs> yeah, trainer rode with us, and when we got to some of these areas, he was like, he was like, well, we had to actually stop on the way down. <laughs> we had to stop on the way down and, and look at a boat at my, uh, one of my in-laws properties that they ran out <laughs> okay. and, and no joke. The, the house had a, a Confederate flag up on it. <laughs> and trainer was like, I'm staying in the car. That's great. But that was a good weekend. Yeah. Well, good, man. Well, I, we, uh, we did that, man. We, Matt and I got an action pack three weeks. Then we had a tournament Saturday at Headshots, which was uh, Deck the Halls. Was that it? I think so. Deck the Halls. And, uh, dude, I'm doing pretty good with Stormlance in uh, in competition. I've had three RTTs with Stormlance. One, I was 2-0-1, and and then two of them, I've been 3-0. So Stormlance has been working out pretty good for me in my play style, I think. And then the one GT I had with Stormlance, I was 5-1. So really in competitive play. I've been what eleven one and one with Stormlance, which I'm pretty pretty happy for. And dude, Dan, thanks for the help on the list a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. So I got a got a little tweet from Dan. 
that I, I think has been good for the list. So, and then, uh, but I've just been digging it in competitive play. And uh, I got Matt's number now, which is unfortunate. You got in my head, man. <laughs> it's all mental. That's all it is. Yeah. Hey, orcs, orcs books come in a couple months. Yeah. True. So, Matt and I had another last round of a tournament game. So, we had to play each other the last round of Fleas. And then both of us were 2-0 and on Saturday and wound up playing each other round three. And I got Matt. Actually, I wanted Matt to go first, and Matt wound up going first. I did and not. I, did, I, <laughs> not think you, I, I think playing into orcs, you just have to deploy like, like they're going first, regardless if you are or not. You know, it's just you have to – because if, if they go first, it's you just lose too much if you don't deploy for their bullshit. So you, no matter what's going on, you, you know, I don't care how lucky you're feeling, deploy like works, you're going to go first. And that's what I've just been doing in those games against Matt and basically not giving him shit, you know, so you can waste your wall if you want to. You're just not going to get anything out of it turn one. And, um, but yeah, it was hard fought, man. We wound up and like, like you talked about having respect for knobs, dude, I'd rather, I'd rather fuck with those beast stag of Bob's, than I would with the knobs because those knobs hurt, man. They just with the claws and the two damage. Just the mice one, the mice one to wound. They just don't die as fast. Yeah. I think, yeah. Wounding them on fours is a lot of shit. Just means they don't die as fast as I thought they would. Yeah. And luckily, every time I was swinging at them, I was using lance, so I was getting getting to a good strength. And I was also being a dick face and falling back and charging, falling back and charging. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. But I got to play against the new Necron uh, Codex turn two, and uh, I won that game by one fucking point, man. Uh, running, he had three of the boats. Oh, he wasn't running the good list. He's yeah, playing all with. <laughs> yeah, he's, he had three of the boats. God damn! And that big gun on the boat, though, that four damage, like D six plus whatever shots blast. <gasps> it would just. That thing will pick up Thunderwolves, man. And then he ran all three Catans. There was a Transcendent, um, a Nightbringer, and the Void Dragon. And I left two of those Catans on one wound, I think, like a couple different turns. And then they just <laughs> fucking healed. And uh, I wound up killing the Nightbringer. I wound up killing the, the Void Dragon. And uh, I just wound up ignoring the Transcendent because I just, I just wasn't doing it anymore. So it's... Yeah. Those Wraith spam lists look fucking... <sighs> so what do, you, what do you see in those? No one's really explained that to me yet. I know Wraith... So the list... That, right. There's the... It's the cryptic... It's the... Whatever the spider cryptic... Or canoptic. Excuse me. So they... They have the demon thing where if they control... At the start of any phase, if they control... Uh, more objectives... Or like if they control two objectives in No Man's Land... Basically they get reroll hits... So race in that list uh, are are they basically are T six uh, three up save four up invul. You throw a character in there, they're a five up feel no pain. On top of that, and then they have a okay number of attacks, but with rerolls it does it it helps them. But they just don't like the math on killing, and they're four wounds each now. So the math on killing a three up four up five up feel no pain with four wounds that that. Heals dudes and shit like, and they have a lone op strat. They have the move away from you strat when you get near them. They've got, they've got a dev wound strat. They just have amazing strats, and they have the, uh, the the math on killing those is is fucking terrible for most things. <laughs> like you 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 math out like arcoflagellants don't even kill uh, two wraiths. Like they kill like one point seven wraiths or some dumb shit like that. Like the the four wounds and the five up field of pain stacked on a four up invul is whew, really tough. And then on top of it, you have Catan running around who are I can't believe they made them more difficult to kill. Like they just gave them a f- <laughs> that, half damage, feel no pain. Four yeah, Jesus well they got fan. they all got the fucking feel no like it's <laughs> I, it doesn't make sense to me why this Tanner got basically and then the Nightbringer got more damage. He's like D six plus two on his melee swings too. So like yeah. They they look pretty. Uh, Necrons look real strong. They don't look broken, not necessarily broken yet, but they look uh, really hard to deal. Like they're gonna be. You're gonna have to think about it when you're building your list for sure. Yeah, 
they uh, well i was impressed there was a lot that i was impressed with i just uh you know mode's got a certain play style and i think he likes to build necron list to his play style so a lot of times he's not really going with the meta which i respect the hell out of but even just the stuff that he brought to fit his play style was was really fucking good yeah and, See, I don't think you'll see warriors like there's like one or two lists you might see a unit of twenty warriors, but immortals are are pretty good now. Like, and some of their stuff. Basically, the the warrior bricks are just are kind of dead, but the immortals are a lot better. A lot of the, a lot of their stuff is is generally better. So yeah. Well, it's good. I'd look forward to seeing what's coming out of it. So mm -hmm. it's uh, that was my lesson for the weekend. Was like Necron's good. <laughs> <laughs> And Matt, did you walk out of there with anything? What did you, th what did you think? Uh, it was good. I uh, played a Tyranids in round one. I had not played them yet. No, it wasn't really a, it wasn't really a net list or anything like that. He had one of the one of the huge bugs. I don't remember what, what it's called, but uh, he kind of shot himself in the foot because he deployed it uh, behind a ruin that he couldn't walk over. And I just surrounded both sides and made it so he couldn't leave. And he needed to get it on the center objective for some bonus that he would get or something for being on a chosen objective. I don't even really know what he was doing with it. But anyway, Mazrog ate it, did like 15 dev wounds to it in one one round and was done with it. <laughs> so, um, But then in round two, I played uh, Mark and he was playing the meme list of the four knights and the assassin, the four big knights and the assassin. And uh, I... <laughs> I killed two of them in one turn and then a third one on the third turn and just said, you know what? All right, I'll leave the other one alone and just score every point in the book. And he just kind of was like, yeah, we'll just talk it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it was, it was pretty good. And then I ran into you again and uh, yeah, it was, it was a good weekend though. I've, I've had a lot of fun at the event. Um, I, I wish I would have played Necrons though too, because I haven't seen anything. I haven't had a chance to look because I didn't, I haven't bought their codex yet. So I don't know any of the rules. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a good weekend. Was, we we listened to the, one of the reviews on the drive back from Feliz, so that that helped a lot of it. Oh yeah, I was gonna say one thing you made me think of is at Feliz there was a lot of people running that Tyranid horde army. There was like four or five people I feel like running mm -hmm. that Tyranid horde with like a hundred plus gaunts. And I don't think any of them did very well. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think the the philosophy shit. behind that was supposed to be like, hey, everybody's geared up to kill vehicles. And I'm, I'm gonna do this spam, this this body spam that people won't have the shots for, and I still think some of the lists have the tools to deal with that. Oh, even yeah. though people they do. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of the armies have enough uh, enough punching power to get through that as long as they don't get too trapped in by it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of based on tournaments. What's next for you, Dan? Are you hit? You're hitting New Year's knockout, right? Yep, New Year's knockout, and then. I think then big beef is in their own after that. Yeah. This weekend we have a tournament at Wizards. So uh it's uh the Krampus Clash, which we have every year. And uh I'm sitting this one out. So my grandson's birthday party, so I'm gonna fire the tournament off, maybe ring around one, bounce out, and then come back and, and help settle it up. So have a maybe Matt will have an opportunity to win one without me being there, huh? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Get a doctor at least one one week. Unless Proxies and flash kits. Flash kits. I only have five, and I I don't have them currently. They're uh, getting painted. Who else has? Who else? Man, has I might I might have a. Let me look. I might have some flash kits in a box in the back room that are used. I'll look tonight. <laughs> so get some yeah, flash kits. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, so like you said, uh, New Year's knockout. I think it's sold out now, isn't it? It is sold out, and it looks like a, oh, it looks like a ball buster. So yeah, there's a there's a murderer's row of the Midwest at, at New Year's Knockout. So yeah. it'll be a, it'll be a good tournament. Matt's 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 chickened out though. Is he? Yeah. I see Logan and Mark, but I don't see Matt on there. Yeah, I I just didn't get a ticket in time, man. I, I'm I'm talking though. We might have a teammate that was signed up that may not go, so I might talk to him about picking up his ticket if I can. You stabbing Isaiah. <laughs> I didn't want to call him out by name, but you know. <laughs> give, me, give me your ticket, man. Give me your ticket. Rumor has it that, that he was uh, talking about that, so I don't know. I haven't I haven't spoken with him yet, but that's what I heard. He's a great vibe. Yeah, Isaiah. Isaiah got hurt at work, so I think he's uh, he's handling some stuff. So, 
I uh, that's my next event, my next big one. And all I think we still we were down to like five tickets left for the Wizards GT. So I'm, if, I'm pretty sure it's sold out now, Bam. I tried to look because I was gonna buy my ticket today, and it was. Uh, I'll it was, I'll get you in, Matt. If you want to play in it, I'll get you in. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> all right. And uh, there's I'm not saying on the podcast, but we're moving to a, a new location, and we'll have more space. So I'm actually gonna be able to open up some extra tables. So it'll be the first event at the new store for 40k. So I'm kind of I'm that happy. Thank you. And then uh, March is. Big beefy beat down or beefy beat. What was it? Big beef. Big beef beat down. Big beef beat down. And so I drew the, I drew the art for it, which was uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. It's a big old bull beating his meat with a <laughs> with a big, Why am I not gloves surprised? on. Big old beat. <laughs> Did you see it, Matt? No, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's pretty cool. I shared it on my art page today, and trainer's been sharing it everywhere. Dan uh, shared it. I'm still great. Yeah, you should go check it out. It's pretty dope. Uh, but I look forward to see what Cam and Trainer are going to do uh, with their first GT. And let's go. Uh, let's run through the more Marshall, and then we can, uh, we can GTFO. See what changes it went down in Lord Marshall standings. Hold it up now. Rankings 2024. Dan, you got your ring yet? Did you order a Lord Marshall ring? Oh, I got one there, but okay. Cam was saying he hasn't got his. So I mine my, my uh, best Imperium and best Space Wolves ring. They're all, they're one ring. Uh, showed up today, so nice. I don't know if you guys will be getting yours soon. But they actually look pretty cool and it fit. I I hope it doesn't turn my finger ring green, my ring finger green. So I'll wear it to some tournaments and see. All right, let's do the. Top five for the team rankings in the Lord Marshall. Those who want to know the Lord Marshall rankings, uh, go to lordmarshall.org. Also, there's information on there about joining Lord Marshall through the Midwest and uh, submit your event, how to submit your event. And uh, if you're a TO out there and you're in Lord Marshall, um, before you ask a dumb question in the TO chat, go read the fucking rules for submitting your event. Please. Thank you. All right. Team rankings. Number five, Frozen North Gaming. Uh, Frozen North hanging in there at number five. Did they fix the team rankings? I don't know if they're fixed yet. Jason said he was going to get a hold of Best Coast Pairing, so I'm just they're, assuming they're, they're fixed. Okay, they're not. Yeah. Well, this might not mean shit, but number four is Hogs of War. Number three is Flying Monkeys. And number two is Balling on a Budget, Ballers on a Budget. And number one is the Rolling Sixes. And it shows everybody having eight out of ten scores. So. We know yeah. how BCP's been this season, so we'll see what happens with that getting fixed. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's really hard to tell, but I'm, it doesn't look like it's fixed. I'm 90% sure it's not. Okay. Yeah. So the top 10 of the Lord Marshal. Now, be advised that there's a lot of room for shakeup here. Nobody has their six out of six events. Uh, there's a mixture of four out of five, or four out of six, five out of six, six out, uh, six out of six. So this it's kind of deceptive, and uh, like uh, I think Dan said the other day, really, I think May's about when things are going to shape up for for where everybody's really falling. But for now, uh, number ten, uh, Dave Armon, uh, Space Wolves Carpetbagger. Number nine <laughs> is Gavin Matz. Number eight, Nicholas Rupel. Number seven, Brent Simon. Number six, Alex Vian. I think I'm saying that right. If not, I apologize. Number five, Mar Miles Ingrave. Number four, Peyton Priest. Number three, Mark Newson. Number two, Chris Green, who wears Nickelback t-shirts. And number one is Bam Bam Hunter. So I'll, uh, I'll enjoy my moment in the sun because I doubt I stay there too long. So... <laughs> Where's Dan at? How many games has Dan got? Dan's probably got played three events. Dan, yeah. is, Dan is two points ahead of me, 15 and 16. Both yeah. of us have the three events. So Dan's in the top 20 with only three events. So if that tells There's you a how lot of people records yeah. up there too. So yeah, like yeah. really yeah. it's like like I said, May will kind of shake. I don't think let's see one, two. I won't have three events till like April. Or excuse me, six events till like fucking April. Yeah. So so there's there's room for movement, uh, but for those that are there now, enjoy enjoy the time, enjoy the accomplishment. So, um, 
hope to see you guys at some events coming up soon. And uh, Matt, you want to throw some monkey announcements out there? Yeah, uh, we actually last night posted uh, the website is updated. Monkey tickets are live. They're $85 a ticket. And we're doing swag a little different this year. Uh, for those of you that have been in the past, we used to do a tiered swag. Uh, this year, we're just doing a VIP swag upgrade. Uh, you can purchase uh, when you get your ticket. Uh, but yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, we're in a new venue. A new, we've got about three times the space as we had in the previous years. Um, so we're real excited about the move. But tickets on sale now. Uh, FindMonkeyCon.com. Is there yeah. a hotel block? Uh, it's... Not yet. I'm working with some of a couple of the hotels downtown to try to get a group rate. Uh, unfortunately, the jewelry that we had, uh, they don't have any rooms available and won't work with us again. So that's kind of why we're not there anymore. Um, but there are several hotels downtown that will uh, will be at a reasonable rate. I, I do want to asterisk that we didn't do anything bad or get kicked out. Like they just, I think we kind of had a grandfathered rate that was too cheap. Yes, <laughs> and they did not want us getting that grandfathered rating anymore, so they made it difficult for us to get a contract this year, and uh, that's that's kind of what happened there. So we did. There was no malpractice or anything that got us right out of the jury. So um, you could look. You know, I don't know if rooms will come available or not, but as of now, they kind of they claim that there's not. They they are. Uh, I tried. I tried to book there. They do not have that. You cannot book a room at that for that weekend. Uh, okay. September 28th and 29th of 2024. So, yeah. And there is, though, however, the Hyatt. Oh, is that later? So yeah. Did you guys move it back weekend? We had to. We, we didn't have yeah. any options. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. So, also, the Hyatt uh, is actually attached in a roundabout way to the, the venue that we're at. It's a, it's a completely separate thing, but there is just you walk like out the back of the Hyatt and you're technically at the venue. So, you know, you might look at the Hyatt if you're looking at getting a room booked. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, that's probably one of the hotels I think Matt's working at. I shouldn't ran my mouth, but yeah. No, I, we're talking to him. I actually have a room booked there for, for myself. <laughs> so, um, and also, but, we're, did you explain the swag? I, if, if you did, I forget. I, I mentioned it. Yeah. That it's a, a VIP swag uh, upgrade for your ticket. Um, it's, it's on, yeah, kind of like GW. You miss it when you get there. Yeah. But we're gonna we're doing that we're doing away with the tiered swag. So get your ticket. Um, we're gonna shut down the VIP swag six weeks out, mm -hmm. uh, so we can make sure and get those packages together for everybody. And uh, if you have any questions, just hit up Matt or hit up myself, and uh, go buy your ticket. Get locked in. Last year it was the biggest event in Midwest, so we hope to uh, we hope to duplicate that this year. And the venue is pretty cool. It's uh, right across the street from the jury. If you guys remember the big blue roofed circular building. Uh, that's where we're at. We'll have more room. All the vendors will be right there on the players' floor in the main hall. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's uh, there will be booze again. Uh, there's concessions available. It's uh, it should be a good time. So, yep, very much so. All right, let's uh, let's close her out on that note. Uh, Dan, you got any last words? Got anything you want to throw out there? Uh, no, just the big beef. It's coming first weekend of March here in Omaha. So. Uh, looking forward to that. Should be interesting. So, yeah, yeah, should be. Cam and Cam and Trent Trainer knows what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, they'll they'll do a good job. And I got me yelling at him, so that's true. Put me in, coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no I, I'm 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 cranking the whip because I don't want to do anything. So make sure. Yeah, that's true. Up. Yeah, fair. And we're we're through monkey out there. Uh, I'm a look. I'm not sure if Wizards GT tickets are sold out or not. If they're not, holler at me. Um, if, if I think I can get you in, I'll try and get you in. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get some more people in than what I have on the roster. I was just being cautious. And also, just for those who don't know, I had a pretty good friend I grew up with, childhood friend, my best friend, um, from like four years old all the way through high school. Uh, lost him on Saturday. He passed away. Uh, you know, like Scott Sasser isn't here tonight. He's been sick. But uh, tell your homies you love him. You know, in lieu of Scott Sasser not being here, you know, make sure you do tell me though, because you never know when the last time is going to be the last time. And uh, and people deserve to hear it if you feel that way, because you never want to have any doubt left out there. So tell your people you love them, have some blind Warhammer, and roll some more dice. Talk to you guys next week.
Possession and scars Little flames are looped and free Forced from ice and tempered in fire A sort of rust snarling with fire Promise to battle the force shall we save But I fade, wolf time awaits We are the hunters that slump through the stars When the pack has descended, your world will know fire No delusion to glory, no other pretense We are the walls of Paris, we will howl Shall be Of your turn, we tell it's all we have.